Moms in Baseball. This is episode 33, and I'm Stephanie. And I'm Diana. And today we're talking about baseball superstitions. So this episode, we're going to go over one of my favorite topics. Everybody knows that I like to ask people what their superstitions are. So I think we have them all. I mean, as human beings, this does not always relate to just baseball, whether you're wearing your favorite shirt to an important meeting or your lucky socks to an interview. It's that mental edge that helps you feel like you can do anything. So I didn't ever have any superstitions growing up or playing youth or high school sports, but as a mom, yes, I do have some superstitions. So one of them is that I like to stand when my boys are pitching. Why? Because I feel like I'm giving off this anxiety or this negative energy when I'm just sitting there. So I'd like to break it up. And so that's why I move around. And I don't just like stand there, though. I pace and I talk to myself. So all of the above. That's funny because I've seen you. I know that you stand and pace. I guess I didn't realize that was a superstition as much as just nervous energy. But yes, you do. <laughs> it is all It is all of the above. And you even gave me that tiger's eye, that worry stone. And I I always keep forgetting to bring it like that would be so helpful for me to like just at least have that because I'm just like think positive Stephanie think positive he can do it just to like aggressively (laughs) rub that as I wear it down like (laughs) oh goodness so everybody knows I'm a little crazy so Diana do you have any superstitions um I personally like as a mom don't have many superstitions However, I will say that like if I'm doing game changer and I'm standing in a certain spot and or sitting, usually I'm sitting when I'm doing game changer. And if I've been sitting there and we're just having an awful game and nothing can go right or nothing seems to be going right, I will get up and I'll go find a new spot and see if that's a lucky spot. (laughs) Or like sometimes it happens inadvertently. Like maybe I just get up to go talk to somebody and while I'm standing there, like a couple great things happen. And then I'm like, well, I can't leave now. I have to stay in this spot and keep... (laughs) scoring game changer from right here so it's not something I like think about often but you know it happens yeah you know I have my lucky spots and um Xander I don't know if he has superstitions but we had this year in baseball and I'm not sure if I've talked about it on here before or not where he had a lucky plastic spoon and it ended up becoming like the team mascot for our Carol all-star team. And it started, (laughs) it was just like this stupid spoon he had in his pocket because he'd eaten a yogurt or pudding or something and stuck the spoon in his pocket. And Trevor kept telling him, throw that spoon away, like throw it away. (laughs) And I don't know why, but Xander was just like, no, I'm not going to throw it away. Like he just decided that was the one thing he was going to rebel on is he wasn't going to throw away this plastic spoon. And then he decided it was going to become his lucky spoon and he couldn't throw it away because it was going to give him good luck. And then that spoon got us through three all-star tournaments. And I want to say one River Dog tournament. And it won every single game. Where, and oh, they would like nice. take the spoon and they would hang it up on the fence, like wrap it around with wire. And <laughs> there was one tournament where he didn't use it and we lost that tournament. Oh. And so, well, you can kind of see it right there. In my little cubicle <laughs> where I'm sitting, There's the I've got a picture. Yes, he's holding it. And he's holding the lucky spoon. They named it Spoonie. Um, <laughs> And it lived in like a glasses case. Because it was special. Yeah. And that that was like its special case. And he decided to retire Spoonie. And I don't know why, because he never had a bad go, but I think he just felt like he wanted him to retire like at the top of his game. So oh. um, he had like a special burial in the glasses case in the garbage. So he's that was nice. He's that gone. was nice of him. 
but yeah, it worked out. So there you go. That's my family, I guess, weird superstitions. That's cool. Excellent. So I'm going to mention some common superstitions in baseball. I think these are kind of pretty obvious. You never step on the chalk lines coming on or off the field. You never talk about a no hitter or a perfect game when the game is in progress. So true. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way. And it's funny because yeah, right? some, no. some sports commentators will, will just flat out say it. Like they're throwing a no hitter through. And I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but other ones, I just watched one this past weekend, a no-hitter, and they were good. They did not ever say it was a no-hitter. They'd say something like, you know, there have been 17 Doing batters, really well or, and they've yeah. all been retired, things like that. So, uh-huh, yeah, they did a good uh-huh. job. They didn't jinx it. Well, that's nice. That's nice. The next one is jumping over the foul line, like making it exaggerated, jumping over the foul <laughs> line. Um, repetitive batting stance rituals. Yes, we see these all the time with the ML. I don't even think they realize they're doing it, but it's like, you know, the tap of your hat keeps going and then it's the gloves and then it's the movement of your bat and then you go get into the box. It's just that weird repetitive motion. And people do that like shooting free throws. Oh yeah. Too. And I feel like, I don't know, that's probably part superstition and part just repetition. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like just trying to repeat that, get into that exact same groove every single time, but you're right. Yeah. Right. Right. So this one's for the fans. You're you're flipping your rally hat inside out to get the rally going, you know, get them for that inning, usually around the seventh inning. The next one is leaving the pitcher alone. <laughs> do not talk to them. Do not even look at them on their start day. You just let them be in their zone. I didn't know that. But remember, we just talked to Val. And when she said when Tim threw that no hitter, that everyone was completely avoiding him in the dugout. Mm-hmm. So that, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, he's got to stay in there. And he put his head, he put like a towel over his head too. <laughs> yeah, just leave me alone. Uh-huh. Uh, so the next one is point skyward after a home run. I think that might just be, well, I mean, I guess a lot of people do that, but maybe you just like, yes, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that was just like a cocky, like, yep, I did that. <laughs> oh, maybe that too. <laughs> Maybe that too. So adjusting your gloves. We know this, um, the batting gloves, lucky bats, gloves, socks, pants, or anything you're wearing during your big game win. I think a lot of kids do that because I've talked to a lot of moms who like their kids don't want them to wash their pants because, you know, they have got the lucky dirt on their pants and they want to just wear their dirty. And I'm like, it's kind of gross. But like, I guess, yay, mom, you don't have to wash your kids pants. I don't know. That is true. You're right. I have heard that too before, but no, I, I'm just like, it's gross, dude. Yeah. I'm washing all your clothes. Gross. Yeah. yeah. So now I have some player superstitions. So first I'm going to go over Babe Ruth. So we've known him. He's the, the Sultan of SWAT, the great Bambino, and he is the most honored athletic hero in American history. Well, Babe Ruth was also extremely superstitious. He refused to let anyone borrow his bats as he was convinced each bat held a certain number of hits in them. So he didn't want to lose any of that precious value to somebody else. (laughs) He would also make sure to step on second base every time he returned to the dugout between innings. And then lastly, he was known to regularly wear silk ladies stockings because he came to believe they helped to ward off batting slumps. Oh, my goodness. I well, did not know, you know that. I guess whatever works. Yep. So the next player superstition we have is Joe DiMaggio. He was the center fielder for the New York Yankees. 
every time that he ran from the dugout to a spot in center field, he would make sure that he touched second base along the <laughs> way. I almost feel like this is like all kids, like <laughs> they're heading out there and it's like a springboard. Like I swear a second is like the springboard to get out into the outfield. They're like, must jump. Oh, got it. Yep. <laughs> the next one is Turk Wendell. He was a right-handed relief pitcher for the Chicago Cubs. He also played for the New York Mets, the Philadelphia Phillies, and the Colorado Rockies in 2004. His superstition included waving to the center fielder from the mound each inning, but he needed to get a reciprocal wave back or it didn't count, <laughs> which that's how, don't, wouldn't you find that so annoying? You'd be like, dude, stop waving. Stop waving at me. Just do it. Do your thing. I don't know. <laughs> I guess he had to have them all well-trained. I don't know. You feel special. He's waving at me. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Uh, the next superstition he has is crouching down every time his catcher stood up and standing up every time the catcher would crouch down. So he had to do the opposite of what the catcher was doing. Wait a sec. So if the catcher crouched down, he was standing. He was standing. If the catcher stood up, he would crouch down. It seems like that's just begging to mess with him, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But I guess you don't mess with the pitcher, so. No, you don't. Like, if that's, I guess if that's what he does, that's what he does. Yeah. He would also eat four pieces of black licorice and then also brush his teeth in between every inning he was on the mound. Yay, dental hygiene. I mean, not the licorice part, but brushing his teeth. At least he's teeth. brushing his teeth, yeah. yeah. Um, he also wore a necklace made from claws and teeth of animals he had hunted. Okay. I know, right? Um, and lastly, he wore number 99 in honor of Rick, the Wild Thing Vaughn, from the movie Major League for the later half of his career. I can get on board with that. I like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The next player that we have is Derek Holland. He is a left-handed pitcher, and he played for the Texas Rangers, Chicago White Sox, Giants, Chicago Cubs, Pittsburgh Pirates, and then the Detroit Tigers he's currently playing on. The night before he is scheduled to make a start, he takes a trip to Wendy's and orders $30 worth of food. Oh, my goodness. That is a lot of Wendy's food. <laughs> you would think that that would make you sick and not uh, like, but I mean. It, you know, you didn't say that he ate $30 worth of Wendy's that's food. True. Maybe it he did, just has yes. a big smorgasbord and he just picks and chooses. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of Wendy's. Right. Well, that's an interesting meal to have, though. I mean, I've heard before where a lot of players have a certain meal before, you know, usually protein or when you were a runner or whatever, they said eat lots of pasta. Yeah. Used to carb load. We'd have spaghetti yeah. dinners before a swim meet or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. But I didn't ever hear that it would be Wendy's. But hey, whatever. Whatever works. Okay. Our next player is Max Scherzer. He's My the right-handed pitcher and he's played for the Detroit Tigers as well as currently pitching for the Washington Nationals. Apparently, one of his superstition is that he doesn't talk about his superstitions. <laughs> at least the not while rule. they're still active. Yeah. Makes sense. He doesn't want them to know. He doesn't want anybody to know. Who was it that told us his superstition was to not be superstitious? It was Derek. That was Derek Hurley. Yes. <laughs> That's what that reminded so, me of. Because then he didn't want to be stuck in that loop of like having to do it all the time. Like, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, Max also stated in an interview I used to wear shorts underneath the pants when I pitched, and there was a game where I actually wore the shorts backwards, and I pitched really well. So I was like, I've got to do that every time now. I ran off like a really long scoreless streak, and as soon as someone noticed they were on backwards, I gave up a run. Dang it. That person should have just kept their mouth shut. That's why you don't I talk know. to pitchers on game day. <laughs> 
nuts, right? He's out, dude. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> Bummer. Our next player is Justin Dunn. He is a right-handed pitcher from the Seattle Mariners. He calls his mom at the exact same time before every game. Oh, Isn't that nice? That is so sweet. I like that. Um, if anyone touches his phone, though, they have to leave the room, and then he has to, like, re-swipe and play on his phone to, like, <laughs> clear off any of their presence. <laughs> Do not I like touch that. Justin Dunn's phone, please. I know. He's like, you're out. Beat it. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Our last player we have is Archie Bradley. Archie is a right-handed pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Cincinnati Reds, and he's currently playing on the Philadelphia Phillies. In his beginning years, he used to shave his entire body before a start. Wow. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I heard swimmers do that, but I mean. For a good reason, It's though. baseball. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. maybe he was getting more speed by shaving off all of his hair. <laughs> More velocity or something. I don't know. That's a lot of extra work, Stephanie. Like, it's a right? chore just to shave your legs before your kids' tournament, let alone your I whole know. body. <laughs> Who's got that time? He has to have an assistant. Like, come on. Like, uh, would you let no? anybody else shave your body? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what people do when they get waxed. You're letting someone do True. Your, I don't know. Hmm. True. Okay. Yes. Interesting. So that's a wrap on our crazy superstitions. I'm sure you moms and dads or even coaches have some as well. So that's fine. You rock your craziness. If you have superstitions or your kids have superstitions you want to share, um, send them to us. You can email momsandbaseball at gmail.com and we can share those on the webpage for this episode. Also, I want to say that Stephanie, Stephanie, <laughs> I added an extra syllable in there. <laughs> Stephanie and I are currently enjoying our very last weekend before our craziness starts with travel ball. And so as we're recording this, we're getting ready for, I don't know how many weekends in a row, but like a lot, maybe many. 14 weekends in a row of baseball to some degree. So we are going to do the absolute best we can to continue to put episodes out every Friday. You may notice that they'll change a little bit from what you're used to hearing because I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do or how we're going to make it work, but we're going to do our best. So just hang with us. Um, episodes may be a little bit shorter here and there if we had a crazy week, but we're going to try to keep this going during our crazy baseball season. Um, and on deck for next week, we're going to be talking about how to take better sports photos. And also, we're going to try recording these on video, too. We'll see how that goes. So that's our goal is to start recording our, our episodes as often as possible on video and including those on YouTube. So if you want a cleaner listening-only experience, continue listening on your favorite podcast directory like iTunes, or, well, yeah, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you would like to see a more raw version and, you know, see us the with some extra... Mess. The hot mess. With extra pictures and bloopers and things like that included, then check us out on YouTube and we'll start posting our episodes there as well. Until then, have fun at the fields. We'll see you next week. We'll see no, you next what week. What say? Oh, we'll see you next week. No, wait. You say have fun at the fields. I say we'll see you next week. This is our 32nd time doing this, Stephanie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're going to try this uh, one more time. Uh, okay. <laughs> I got it. We got it. We got oh it. God. Oh, my gosh. That was crazy. How that do I was... not remember that? I don't <sighs>